Hello and welcome back on Andreas Medical Podcast Show. The next two podcasts will be a bit unusual as it has nothing to do with medicine or pharmacy, but has more to do with nature. So today's podcast will be on the elusive pheasant Kukol, Townsville, Australia. My introduction with the specimen. At the start of my morning routine, I like to sit outside and just enjoy my morning breeze, if you can call it that in Townsville because it's so humid and hot. Almost every morning, there's a special calling from an unknown bird. So I decided to investigate the specimen that created that sound. I noticed that the bird made three distinct noises. One that is a deep continuous coo-coo-coo that has been documented, but the others are really strange to describe. It is like a slow-paced, high-pitched swish, and the other one is a moderate pace of group of sounds that I cannot even describe. After chasing the identity of that bird, I realized I will never be part of the Nat Geo Wild or the BBC Earth with David Enterborough new series, Our Planet. This is why. When I first heard the familiar sound, I rushed to get my trusty camera, and as I was about to take the photo, an instant fog condensation appeared on my lens. I then learned that going from an air conditioning room to the humid 30 degrees Townsville air it instantly punished my lens with fog. No problem, I just need to clean it, but by that time, the bird got spooked and fled away. Damn. Fine then, I just go for round two next time. Round two happened the next day, like I predicted. I saw the specimen, rushed to get my trusty camera, and got a very nice frame of the bird. I then proceeded to push my trigger, and nothing happened. I looked down and it turned out that I forgot to put an SD card in the camera. I sighed and I thought, alright, I'll just get one and try again. By the time I came back, well you guessed it, it was gone. Okay you damn bird, you win again. Round 3. I have my trusty camera, my SD, and there is no fog on the lens. Being wise as I am, I took my camera to breakfast with me. I do my routine, and soon I hear the sound. I even learned which tree was his favorite. He has three by the way. Very slowly and carefully I took aim, got a nice frame, pulled on the trigger, and SD card is full. Why must life be like this? I cursed the bird and at that moment I pledged I will finish this challenge. This made me wonder, the patience and the professionalism these BBC Earth photographers must have, and how much data must have been lost due to difficulties, technical issues, or mistakes. The next day, I'm in a good mood, because nothing can go wrong as everything that went wrong and failed has already failed. So what is the probability that something will fail again? Exactly, none. Round 4 arrives. I'm having breakfast and I hear him. That weird high-pitched swish. Very typical of an Australian sound. Like a distant laughing kookaburra in the eucalyptus tree. I stand up slowly. I have my trusty camera. No fog. SD card that is not full. And I frame the bird into view. Sitting on the branch at the summit of a tree. I shoot him. Capture the light at that moment and every pixels have their own information. The program then shows me the results of the put together pixels to illustrate an image. And there it was finally. Satisfied with the pictures and slightly relieved, I then go on Google and type Townsville local birds of all Queensland's birds. I then recognize this bird to be the pheasant cuckoo, aka in the scientific community, Centropus fazianinus and it seems to be a male with red eyes and a black feathered neck. I then decided 
to document this bird a little bit more and I was able to film him making all those different calls, especially the coo-coo-coo described earlier, which can be easily found on the internet. The other sounds, however, I could not find it and it was more difficult to find it. The three distinct pheasant cuckoo calls. Here in this video below, I managed to film his three distinct but different calls with my camera. Every morning, I would try to catch him producing these calls, but it turned out a little bit more difficult than expected, as he is a very shy bird. So my window of filming was very narrow, and on top of that, not making any sudden moves which reduced the chance of being spooked. I think the video turned out very nicely, and I enjoyed editing on the computer. I had to observe him and document this bird for about a month and a half to two months, but I was very happy with all the results that came out of it. I managed to find some statistics on the pheasant cuckoo. With a size ranging between 50 to 75 centimeters, weighing between 230 to 430 grams, average weight of 380 grams, its breeding season is between September and March, but may vary according to region. The pheasant cuckoo reaches sexual maturity at 2 to 3 years, and the number of eggs it lays is between 3 to 5, which are white with a brown stain. Incubation period is 15 days, and nestling period of 13 days. A typical diet, it feeds on the ground on large insects, frogs, lizards, eggs, and sometimes on small mammals. Actually a few times, and I have a few photos of the pheasant cuckoo with an insect in its beak. Its habitat, the pheasant cuckoo prefers to be in a dense, understory vegetation such as grass, rushes, bracken, and sedges, in open forest and woodland, and around wetlands. This can be found in sugarcane plantation near the wetlands, or on farms with weed-infested thickets. The pheasant cuckoo is mainly distributed uh, between the northern and eastern Australia, New Guinea, and East Timor. They are also found in Pilbara, Western Australia, to southeastern New South Wales. In New South Wales, it is mainly found east of the Great Dividing Range from the Queensland border to the southern Hunter region, with some around Sydney and further south to Illawarra. The pheasant cuckoo that hangs around. Here's a collection of clips that I continuously took from February to March of this exclusive pheasant cuckoo. I had a pleasure understanding this bird, identifying it, and observing its behavior, as well as appreciating the amount of work professionals has to put in to further scientific research. I do feel attached to this bird after seeing him almost every day, and when taking my breakfast. It's actually a weird feeling. This wild animal, whenever it appears, does bring a smile to myself, as if he was my morning breakfast buddy. I still haven't named him, and possibly his partner, but I quite like that, and uh, I probably won't name it as it's giving it a name may take away the illusion of freedom and wilderness. Nonetheless, I hope you have learned something as I sure did. This experience has definitely made me enjoy the bird kingdom a little bit more. On the blog, if you have a look, there are photos and videos of the bird that I've documented with thorough description. It's pretty cool, you should check it out. My most prized photo is an in-flight shot that I've never done before and I've managed to take a photo as he was flying mid-air. I was very impressed with his photograph and I learned a lot on how to take photos of fast-moving animals. 
the speed that I took was about one out of a thousandth of a second. The aperture was an f6.3 and the ISO to be 640. The colors were superb and I really enjoyed the colors of the wings as well as the details. That photo made me really happy. I also made a behavior video of the pheasant cuckoo. I managed to capture the pheasant just hanging and looking around mostly from his favorite wooden fence, which I presume gives him a strategic view of his hunting grounds. There is a moment when he is in the tall grass, which is an environment he likes to hunt, as he hops around and finds his favorite food. My final say, I had so much fun doing this little project, and I learned a lot about bird behavior and photography, especially nature photography. I learned how to take photos of fast-moving animals, and to have a lot of patience when observing, documenting, and learning animals' behavior. Overall, I was satisfied with the outcome, and I hope you have learned something as I sure have. So a little bit of a different podcast, a little bit short, and it was on nature. Maybe sometimes it's good to be away from your main goals, such as medicine and pharmacy, and focus on the hobbies 